What is up, Winjet community, and happy Money Wednesday. Goodness gracious, what an Lord. intro. Look at that. That was, that was dope, man. That was like <laughs> like totally that? dope. I'm like, I was like jamming. I'm glad people couldn't see me. I was actually up and dancing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did see you moving around in the bottom of the stream yard kind of thing. And I was like, what is he? Is he doing the robot? What, what yeah, is that? That? Was, that was me. That was roboting every <laughs> hey, as as much as a as a as a tall, uncoordinated guy can do, uh, I was doing the robot and the moonwalk at the same time. <laughs> well, they can't you can't see your feet, so it looks good up up top. We're good. Right. Thanks, brother. So, yeah, but as everyone can tell, I do have a good friend of mine, Doug Sandler, on the line right now and just announcing our official partnership of post-production and, and not just even that type of stuff. But this guy is a legend when it comes to podcasting and the game. And I'm going to give everyone a little bit of context on why this was a perfect fit. Uh, most people know my story. I'm not going to get into this. This show's about Doug. But my the, before the win-win effect kind of came out and I was looking and investigating and coming up with the idea, okay, what can I do for my show? And that was my way of indirectly training 13,000 reps right before COVID. So I didn't know anybody else to, other than podcasting other people that I actually knew. And that was Joe Fear and Matt Wolf. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to Joe, had so many conversations. When I told him I was going to start a show, he was like, oh my God, this is great. I got the perfect person for you to do some of your post-production. Luckily for myself, we didn't go that route, but I was able to build it within the contracts with the trade schools. They took care of a lot of it. So that was a good thing. But, but this is the man they brought me to to for those types of elite services in 10 years of podcasting, which I think that this is just, this is a, this is what's supposed to happen. There's no accidents in life. It, yeah, you just go through time and you're, you're being pulled towards the things that you are trying to do in life, but you're destined for. And that's why this con this partnership made hundred percent. So welcome on board, Doug. Hey man, I appreciate it. I thought it, I thought you liked me because I made good milkshakes and French fries. I wasn't really sure. I, I do like milkshakes <laughs> and I do like French fries, so it's all good. And and dope ass cars behind you, so we're good. Yeah, man. Hey, that uh, '65 convertible is actually sitting in my garage right downstairs right now. Whenever you come across the pond, let's go. I'm ready for my California drive with you. I'm down. I'm down. We should do the, the diner drives. That, well, not the diner drives. The the Jerry Seinfeld one. The, the coffees. Comedians yeah. and coffees. Comedi we yep. should do a podcasting and, and a show with driving. I got a whole other idea. See what happens? Let's see. Podcasting and parking. No, <laughs> so we'll come up with something, man. I yeah, we'll, we'll get a better one. Um, but yeah, it's a. But I guess and we can give a little bit, a little bit more understanding of not just the services, yeah, but the why behind you're doing what you're doing on the levels you're doing it. No, I appreciate that. I, I mean, I find that people get into podcasting if if we're talking to just podcasters or wannabe podcasters mm -hmm. out there in your community, people get into podcasting for really one of three reasons. They either want to grow their community or really connect with a tribe. That's one. Mm -hmm. They want to uh, be a thought leader or influencer or in their space. So that's two. And the and the third reason, which is kind of the high the hidden reason that people tend to get into podcasting, is they want to make money. And mm -hmm. each one of those three things is really a byproduct of each other, Chris. And and I, I'm sure that you've seen the effect of this as well. But if you don't don't have a specific strategy in place for each of those three, you're going to end up putting podcasting in this one big bucket. And oftentimes that's where that, that, that term pod fade happens 12 episodes in. And it's like, shoot, I, I'm not making any money. I haven't grown my tribe. I haven't built any influence. How do I actually do that? So the goal of podcasting oftentimes is let's first figure out what it is that you're getting into the podcasting space for. And then we can reverse engineer the strategy based upon what the, you know, what your goal is for podcasting. And I found so many production companies and and launch companies were were failing at understanding what the people people don't want a podcast they want the results that the podcast can can create 
Yeah. So uh, that's really where we are. And, and when we started, picked up the conversation, we've had a good relationship for the last, geez, a couple of years or maybe a year and a half or something like that since we originally had that call. And, and I'm glad that we stayed in touch because obviously it's, it's working out well for you and, and, and for me as well, too. Right. Well, there's one thing that I, the reason why, and I appreciate you saying that because it does mean a lot to me, <clears throat> excuse me, but the main focus, because every single podcaster has a different voice and a different message behind that voice. And that's why I hit you with the question of why. Because I have never met a post-production or a, a full service kind of like podcasting type of stuff that pay very close attention to what is the message and what are they trying to accomplish and with the yeah. strategy in place. Because when you're doing your editing, I know this because when I started, when I was doing my own editing before, obviously I structured that within the contracts. When I was doing my own editing, it was important to me to have the right people in place that understood the message behind what I was trying to deliver. Right. And that I, I'm telling you, that's probably the. It probably cut light years off my learning curve when it comes to delivering a message through a microphone. Because I built trainings and sold them to trade schools, but not got on the front of a microphone and try to deliver a message. And that's why I had to co-host West Bay's at the time to kind of extract the information and pull it out of me. Yeah. So yeah. and that's what show notes and all those things that you guys do so freaking phenomenal. You're you're telling a story through the the text as well. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. And and I and I want to even step back even before that person is sitting behind that microphone and sharing their story. You know, what's the expression with computers garbage in, garbage out? If you yep. don't have the right philosophy and the right message and the right offer and the right, you know, know who you're talking to when you get in front of that or behind that microphone, then no matter how good an editing team that you have in place, they're not going to be able to adjust that message. So we really do try to take a different approach than many production companies and that we just don't want to, you know, cut the episode up, put it in an open and a close and send it out with show notes along, you know, to, uh, to Apple podcasts or anywhere. We want to help you work on the entire philosophy and the strategy, which is a great partnership with you because you guys totally take a, a deep dive into all of that, the strategy, everything that goes behind actually launching that show and putting it together. Right. And, uh, and, you touched on so many things there. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm going no, to the million like, miles I, 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 Now I know what it's like when people have me on their show and I drop, like, I just go nuts for like five minutes. But that was a lot of information, just the process. Let me kind of break this down for everybody. And I want to really hone in on one thing. When I started, I'm do you know, just like you, I do a lot of market evaluation, value propositions. And I look at a lot of the market out there, not for competition, seeing what they're doing and what they think they have an idea of what they do for a living. They're charging content creators an arm and a leg to get everything they're going to need to get to the top of the charts. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing, when I had, you know, Marks and Marks Costarubio and having yeah. him kind of doing some type of, I wouldn't say um, doing some introductions for me when it comes to podcasting networks. And I realized it was set up just like the music industry to fail. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then also looking on top of that, if I didn't, because when I took care of those programs and got rid of them, and then I sold those pre programs, I was left with a dope ass show. But now I had to do all this editing and all the stuff. Well, me starting to reach out to some of these companies, all of them are a watered down version of what they were trying to sell. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go to two or three different places to get what I was looking for because I didn't want to be, I wanted the same approach of achieving the numbers that I was achieving prior. But if you take a step back and you're not, you're not putting in the show notes the way that you put the show notes in or putting a bio or really taking that content and repurposing and retargeting it towards your audience and you're trying to sell, 
I, now I'm in a position, and most podcasters would be in, Doug, is they're in a position where they're reactive, not proactive. Right, right. They're I, just I wanna, trying to get all the editing done. Well, I want to. I want to make sure. I want to touch on one of the things that you said. You know, quantity of show notes, and, and just using show notes as the example, because there are yeah. so many different aspects of of actually editing and production and 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 producing and and uh, and distributing your show. But let's just take show notes for a, a quick so a second. There is a difference between. Uh, quantity of show notes and quality of show notes. So many people yeah. come to me like, I want to throw in a whole freaking transcription of my show. That way we get all the SEO and all the stuff. And I said, no, no, that's not actually what you want. You want the key words you're looking for to boost your SEO. You're looking to, um, to uh, uh, qualify, not quantify your, your show notes. So by having five or six takeaways using keywords that are that are great for your uh, for your industry and to get people more eyeballs on your on your podcast episode. I think that's essential. So having uh, four or five or six key takeaways, having quotes from your guest, having links in there, backlinks to other other sites so that you're helping them with their SEO as well. That's the kind of stuff that's going to win, win over your your guests if you're doing an interview based show when you have Great show notes that have links, that have key takeaways, that have quotes, and that actually talk about the stuff that you share and not just a timeline and a transcription because, look, for for five bucks, anybody can do a, a transcription, a really good transcription of show notes. But that's the reality. You're not, you're, it's, that's it's not Adder. what you What want. is it called? Adder? Adder? Whatever that you know, company uh, yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. Like Otter? Zoom has yeah. a relationship with Otter and you can, you can do it free up to 600 minutes a month, mm -hmm. but that's not going to help you unless you're using the right words. So the right words, the right attribution to those words, helping with SEO, all of that stuff. If you chalk it into, if you, if you put it into your show notes and you have really high quality show notes, not high quantity, but high quality show notes, mm -hmm. you will make an impact just not doing anything with your audio at all, just with your show notes alone, your show can have an impact on your on your exposure. And that exposure, what you're you're not you gotta keep in mind, like when I'm on my show, I mean they, they might have shown up for me, but they stayed because of the guest. Absolutely. And they well, I'd I'd flip that up. They're gonna stay because they're gonna fall in love with you. Well that that's here's my point though. The the message on why they stay for that guest is they want to hear that interview and they also want to see the follow through on what I do. So perfect example. Like um, I had so many great friends of mine come on the show and they've, I've been trying to say they're famous, but I'm just saying they're bigger names in the industry. They come onto the show and they come on and everyone's heard their story, man. Yeah. And they hear a completely different story when they right. come on my show. Right. And that's a, I, that's my gift. I know how to get to the core and a root pretty quickly with individuals and then I, I, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to frame the questions and then I kind of know that my, my pinpoint area and I'm going to go right in. Well, that's what you're, if you're that good of an interviewer or a podcaster, you need to back it up with the back end. Well, the other side of it too, and just a, just a yes end you with this is that you're going to be bad before you are good. Yeah, 100%. 100%, so, 100% so you, you've got to go through. I mean, I'm 1,200 episodes into our Nice Guys on Business podcast. Crazy. And I'll tell you, 1,200 episodes, I still have growth to go. You know, because mm -hmm. I, I listen to some of these interviewers. I'm like, oh, man, that was, I wish I would have asked that question. Or I wish I would have asked that differently. The key to being a really good interviewer is, number one, it's curiosity. So being a really good, curious person. But second thing is being a great listener, too. Not trying to shove everything that you know back at your guests so you can prove to them anything one up, one up one up 
Yeah, one one upmanship <laughs> is never going to work yeah. in the podcasting space. No. You got to be curious and you've got to be listening to what they're saying because your answers, the next questions that you provide to them should be based upon the answers that they've given, not based upon what's on that freaking sheet that's right. in front of you with the questions. No, I, that's a whole of a point. I, you're, you're about to hit a landmine with me and we don't have that much time <laughs> right now. Like one of my biggest pet peeves, and I literally, I this is why I'm very selective of going on other shows. And if I hear a piece of paper crumble or I ask some questions for you, like I'm not going to answer you. Like, like someone goes, what do you like? This is true. This is real life. True story. It's one of my first interviews. I went on guests. Like it's just because what podcasters do. We share yeah. interviews. Yep. So they come on and he goes, um, like, what do you do for a living? I said, change lives. Next question. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no rebuttal. Cause it, that's where, it went. by the time that, he got to that question. He's already, he never rebuttaled or even commented on my answer. Yep. Like we could have did this through text. So it's, it's important for you to focus on how can you level up and get better every single episode. Yep. Yep. Every single one. And the way that you're perceived in a marketplace and a way that you're looked at by other podcasters that know their shit, they're going to look at the back end of it. They're going to see the show notes first before they listen to the episode. Yep. How much yep. do you see that? Well, I think that I think that show notes are important because people in, uh, people consume content differently. We were yes, just having this conversation before. So some people are going to search if they've never seen your podcast or heard your podcast before, and they're just kind of browsing through Apple, which is probably going to be sixty to sixty to eighty percent of your downloads in the beginning. They're going to look through your uh, your show description. They're absolutely going to look at your title. They're going to mm -hmm. see your cover art. So you got to have eye-catching cover art. You got to have a good title and you've got to have a great show description that, that puts a lot of those keywords in. The next thing they're going to do is look at a specific episode, maybe your welcome episode or episode number five or whatever it is. And they're going to want to see who's on the show and how you treat them, maybe with the questions that you ask and maybe some key takeaways. To have a transcription in that in place of those things is doing yourself an injustice. You're going to scare away people when they see a 1500 or 2500 word show note, it, it, it's just, it, it's not the way to go. It's not the way to go. I have a question for you. And I'm asking just because I'm curious here. So say for instance, you have five seasons mm -hmm. or four seasons, and you had a fantastic approach and results from that one season. Do you ever try to maybe potentially investigate the best way of doing a highlight show? Oh, that's like, interesting. So, well, it's, yeah. it's for me, it's going to come back to, let's go back to those goals. Maybe goal one, maybe goal of season one was to really get known in the space. So to grow yeah. your tribe, to build your community, there's a whole different approach to building your community and there will be to, to gaining influence, you know, with it, with, with gaining community, building your community and growing your tribe. It's all about building your, your community on the shoulders of other people that have built big communities, getting right. them in as guests. For example, you being a guest on my show would help me to share my message with a larger audience. If I've put you in a position to share my episode and your episode, when you come on the show, that being said, season two, if season two is going to be about all about influence, my goal now is to put the VIP, you know, the, the Gary V's, the Ariana Huffington's, the Ron Klain's, the, the big names in my, in the entrepreneurial world, let's call it, put those people in that guest seat. They're not going to do anything to grow your community because they're not going to help you promote the message. You know, Gary yeah. V is not going to promote my message, my, right. my episode. So it just, I, I want to say, uh, it depends. A highlight show is great, but it just depends on what your goal is for your show. I wouldn't say don't do a highlight episode. I would just, just say, curious. 
Yeah. If you're going to do one, do it skillfully and with impact and purpose. Everything has to be on purpose. And if it's not on purpose, then don't do it. Yeah. And people feel that and they're going to read that intention. And because here's my idea. Okay. Was, and this is obviously, I'm not going to announce the name. Obviously, a co owner we have officially uh, as a partner, and we haven't announced that just yet. We're holding on to the cards for this one. It's going to be a big one, massive. You know, the person, individual I'm talking about. But what they're trying to do is they had, they want to take, they want to step into who they've actually become rather than how they're perceived right now, which I think is beautiful, beautiful message because this individual has grown so much massive success. People would just be praying for a piece of that type of success in, in business and doing it in a way where they're tapped into the true essence of them as an individual. That's what's the mm-hmm. most beautiful part about it. So they're trying to, for the next season, the individual that is so detailed to notes, and I've never met somebody just so great with wordsmith like, like they are, and wants to do a highlight type of thing to set up the next leg. And that will be, this is what I've done previously. Well, I want you to destroy that version on how, you, how you're perceiving me right now, because now we're about to take it to another level. Nice. Nice. Isn't that dope? I was like, wow, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, but it sounds like it sounds like whoever this person is has a strategic approach to their show. They're not just, hey, I'm going to open up the microphone and let's go and see where it yeah, goes. No, There's very detailed. Right. Yeah. And there has to be, no matter what you're doing, influence community or making money, there are specific strategies in place. And each one of those, you know, you don't look at your your podcast and say, okay, what's going to happen for the next episode? You look at your podcast and you're thinking, what's going to happen for the next 12 episodes, the next yeah. 20 episodes? What's this timeline look like for the for the upcoming months? Instead of having your podcast out as like a spoke on your wheel, I put it right in the center. My podcast is my central hub to all of my business development, that, my lead gen, all of that. Put it right there in the center, up up close and personal. Let everybody see it. I love that. Wow, that's powerful. Um, most people aren't going to have that type of approach. Why do you think? Because because it does require you put your brain on differently when it comes to how you market your business, how you develop business, what your lead gen is all about. Um, you know, I have a strategy. My strategy in- incorporates my podcast is the central vehicle by which everything. I don't do any other marketing. You know, imagine imagine a guest list a mile long, and instead of them being guests, them being clients, saying, "I want a little bit more of your services." And yeah. that's what we have. You know, we have twenty to fifty applications every freaking week of people that want to get on our show. What people don't realize is that they're not p- applying to be a guest; they're actually applying to be a client. Hundred percent. And so that's when that's that is t- totally the angle and the approach, and that's what I want to teach everybody that is that is uh, you know hopping on board with production. I want to get my hands into their podcast and. If you're going to do a podcast just for because it's the new and trendy thing, do me and Chris a favor. It's, don't do it. Don't sign. Don't sign up. Don't sign yeah. up. <laughs> right, that's, exactly. that's why. That's why we're. I know exactly who we're going after. And I know exactly yeah. who we're not going after. Yeah. We're going. We're trying to empower purpose-driven influencers or content yeah. creators and give them the educational approach and give them everything they're going to potentially need in one spot, rather than going yeah. to five other companies. And there, there's no credibility there. There's not a lot of rapport. They don't, not like, they don't really give a shit if you buy it or not, or they don't care. They're, they're not bought. You're when you're when obviously we had our conversation 18 months ago, whenever, how long it goes, when we had our conversation, you were just as much emotionally invested into my show and what I wanted just as much as I was. Yep. And that's what I got. I, you didn't have to tell me that. Right. You I got are that it. feel. Right. right. 
So, and that's what I loved. It wasn't, I'm Doug Sandler and I have 10,000, you know what I mean? Or a thousand episodes in, I know everything. You kept asking me, you kept asking me really detailed questions. What do you think? Is this, here's my approach. Here's what this, this is what we could do, but what is, how does that sound to you overall? And I, and I think that, I think the challenge is, and, and for those that are in your community, and, and I'm sure that I'm hoping I'm not stepping out of bounds by saying this, I'm pretty sure that we're walking the same line. Mm-hmm. I, we're not looking for somebody to sign up so that they're, you're a part of our, your success is, is our success. Yeah, and that will, that yeah. will reward us down the road with the dollars that are associated with that. For me to sign somebody up to get a few dollars in my pocket, it's like, I have a, I have a, you know, several DIY courses and I changed the DIY to one-on-one coaching and group coaching because I found that with an 80% fail rate of a DIY course, I'd much rather have a, some hybrid group coaching or at least a human element involved so that I can flip the script. And instead of being an 80% fail rate, let's have an 80% success rate. And oh, success yeah. for me. Now you're talking my now you're talking my language. I love this. Keep going. Love this. Well, so success for my my community, people that hop into my program, it's like great. I can take your thousand dollars, your five thousand, or ten or grand, ten grand, or whatever it is for the course that I am building. But I'd much rather see you for the for two, three, four. The lifetime value of a client is much greater for me than the single upfront hit. You know what? Online marketers oftentimes they're looking for that single upline. Yeah. You know that single hit. I, I want to just, ch- you know, for me, and I know it's the same way for you because you got your heart in the business just like mm-hmm. I do too. I want to see people succeed and you do you do the same. And that to me is my success. You can keep, I, it's not like I don't want the money, but that's not that's not what drives me. Right. The money will come no matter what. You know what's funny? I, I don't know why I envisioned this, but if they could, if you, you ever seen those commercials or, or the parts of the movie when the other person, what they're saying, they fall in love, like, oh, <laughs> you got, the, you got the, stars, the stars. That was and me just there when you were talking, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I'm just like mesmerized by this. I'm like, oh, we're just one of my favorite humans. You always have, but I just now get to be able to display our relationship and display the why, the heart behind why you do what you do. And yes, you're 100% correct. And people like right now, I'm, I'm going to speak to the audience pretty directly here. Do it. So the beta phase was very difficult because when you're trying to build something that's never been built before and the intention behind it has never been applied to that approach, then you you get to the point you got to make the right decisions moving forward on what's in the best interest of mm-hmm. my podcasters, not the business. Yep. This is podcaster and influencer centric only. Yep. So when you're doing something like that, you're going to go through some really difficult times. But I feel that this is my purpose in life. This is what what I'm passionate about. Because if I said the word education, people go, oh, that takes time. I want the instant gratification. So what I'm going to do, and I take away the barrier of trying to make money, because I'm not trying to make money. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to teach people how to live the life that we live. Yep. And the only way to do that, you have to live in an abundant lifestyle. So what I'm dealing with right now is when people go through the beta phase and how we're perceived, when people go sign up for the 10-day trial, they go, why is it only 94 bucks? There's no upsell. Like, <laughs> nothing. 94 bucks. That's it, man. So, But what I've done is reaching out to people like Doug, reaching out to people like all the other great partners that we do have. There's the, there's the there's community collaboration now is now mm-hmm. we're going to teach you how to monetize from day one. We're going to teach you all the ins and outs on re-strategizing, getting the right approach mm-hmm. with your show. 
Some of you are just recording it and you're what you're doing. And I see it when the marketplace go on social media and it's the same damn clip you'll see on somebody else's just a different microphone, different face, different message. <laughs> yeah. It's the same crap, yeah. right? It's like you'll go to my social media stuff. You don't see a lot of social media clips of because I, I got irritated because that's what everyone's doing. But how can you get more exposure? Community. Yeah, community. 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 I'd much rather have a, an audience. And again, let's come back to size for a second. And size doesn't matter in audience because the smaller your audience, or you could make a living with a hundred people listening to your show. Hundred man. Yeah, I'd rather have a hundred active, engaged listeners than a hundred thousand people that do absolutely nothing. So just keep that in mind. You can't ca you can't take a you know a download to Wells Fargo and cash it. They're not going to take it, but they will. <laughs> but they will. They will take money, credit, and checks, and all that stuff. So don't worry about the downloads. It really is about engagement and how do you build a, a key community and a tribe. Right, and that's and that's it. We're saying, I don't even know. We have to really talk about anything else. <laughs> well, like, well, we could hear, we can listen to each other, to, uh, each other right. know that we already know this. And but, but I think it's the 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 issue is that so many people they're like, okay, I'm going to get into podcasting and I'm going to sell a subscription service or I'm going to sell a course. And I would say, get into podcasting without a specific something that you're going to try to share with your audience. Get into podcasting, understanding that your audience will tell you what they want to buy from you. Yes. <laughs> and that's and that's that's the other piece of what we're what we're doing here. Every single one of our podcasters or influencers, when they come on on board the community, you're now going to get a live time slot on this channel for you to come on each and every week for 20, 30 minutes to open up streamlined communication to your listeners and say, Hey guys, I want you to text me at 843, you know, 396 2104. I was waiting for it to come across. I didn't memorize yet. So 843 396 2104 and text the word Nina Perez, right? So I just saw her name pop up on the thing. So Nina Perez, I want you to text the word Nina. So right when they text that word Nina to our texting community, which is a partnership, mm -hmm. it's now going to go into a folder in keywords. So every time Nina goes live or every time her one of her episodes comes out, guess who gets a text message? These straight people, talk with straight talk right. with no sugar added. I just yes, I love that. I love Isn't that. Isn't that a great? Isn't that a great man? I'm going actually. I'm, I'm a guest speaker on her show on Friday. I cannot wait. I was like, man, I know she's going to bring the heat too because she's heard me talk now for the last like two months. Well, so, with a name a name like Nina Perez, it just kind of rolls off your tongue. I mean, you ha it, you know the straight talk right. no sugar added with Nina Perez. It's like that's it. That's the jam. I've read the show. I actually had to read it twice. <laughs> Like I was like, is that is that real life? It's like straight up. Remember that old man? I'm just showing my age. Like straight up, what? like the Paula Duel. <laughs> so that's why I read it the first. I had to reread it. Anyways, but you're um, not old enough to know Paula Abdul from the. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, my mom, man, get, you don't think I have an aunt? There you <laughs> go. You, you just proved it to me. My mom. Don't think my mom. Yeah, have like an Paula. That was one of my first crushes, man. It I was lived great. through the Paula Abdul era. You man, just you, you you as soon as you go, my mom. I'm like, oh please. I'll, I'll give you another one. I'll give you another another song. Crush. That's a one that a lot of people know. I know all our music. So I love music. So anyways, this, this call's going shit real quick. <laughs> but well, the, pur the purpose behind all this stuff and giving them, opening up that streamlined communication, when you're on your show, here's the approach if you're a podcaster and you're coming on board our community. Here's your approach to your listeners. Talk to your listeners like they're, they're listening to you. Yep. Say, guys, I just came on board. I'm, I'm part of Winject Studios community. We are not a network. We're here to focus on community and open up engagement with my listeners. And that's why I'm going to ask you, do me a favor, send me a text message at 843-396-2104.
and send me and text or Nino or whatever to show. Text me any questions that you have from today's episode. Yep. I'm going to go on live at Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time for 20 minutes every single week for you to jump on and communicate with me and, and obviously engage with me live. And I'm also even going to do is I'm going to answer the questions that you sent in. Great idea. It's a unique concept that I am not, you know, I have not seen before. It is totally cool. And and Chris and the team, they got their stuff together. I mean, this is really cool. I mean, you're you're in really good hands when you're able to get leadership to to create something that is actually going to help you build your community. Dudes and dudettes, you're in the right place. Right. I'm excited right. about this. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited as well. Can't wait. That, you know, obviously, it's kind of like it's one of the things when you do Passovers, when you're having someone do working on your production, it's never one company kind of doing it. So this is my way of being able to create something that's not just going to change the game, but in order to way to do that, you need to develop your own game. Well, I'm going to rewrite the rules. And so that way I'm able to see people like manifest anything they ever want in life and turn their shows into anything. The guys, like my the show when I was when I set my show up, it was literally to train thirteen thousand reps, and it's turned into me now building this community and taking over the marketplace. Yeah, I'm man. going to corner the marketplace. This is what yeah, we're going to do. I love it. I love it. This is great. I'm excited to be a part of this program, and I'm excited to be uh, you know involved in it in any way, shape, or form. And I can tell you from my perspective, you know, our job is just to continue to over deliver. You know, mm -hmm. you think you're getting X, I want to go X plus. And that's how we are with everything that we do with 100%. every one of our customers for the 200 that we've, you know, that we've worked with over the last couple of years. For me, it's, uh, it's just the legit way to do business and it will come back to reward. Your success is our success. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to all that and hanging out with you, Chris. This will be really cool. I know. We get to work a little bit closer now. It's going to be fun. Don't see you through, I guess, the Atlantic Ocean. My, my binoculars like, yeah, there's Doug. Okay. So, but guys, I hope you enjoy today's, I guess, talk conversation. But you get to know a little bit more in depth of, of Doug, obviously, going through the system. So make sure if you are watching this right now and if you are an influencer and you don't even have to be a podcaster yet and you would like to learn how to leverage podcasting and doing it for the right reasons for someone that does need to hear your story, go to winjet.com and send us some Texas, 843-396-2104. We have launching shows ability, obviously, with Doug. We have also, if you are an influencer and you do have a podcast and you feel like your intuition, your gut's telling you, I'm just not doing what I need to do. Join our community. You get 10 days to try it out. I mean, I put you, we're putting you in a position where you can't tell us no. So by the time you get involved, you go, oh, it's kind of like the ugly, well, not say ugly. It's kind of like the bad boyfriend approach when you go speak <laughs> with a girl. Like they've always had bad boyfriends their whole life, right? And they go, Hey, I'm a nice guy. And they, they're like, got the walls up. Well, what we're doing right now, that's what that's approach we're having right now in the marketplace. They're like, what's the catch? I don't know if I'm going to be, you know what I mean? So that's why we're here to not just tell you this. We're here to show you through action. So guys, we'll see you on the top. Doug, thank you so much for our friendship, partnership, and everything you're going to be doing in the future with us. And I just cannot wait to elevate others to elevate ourselves and one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome. It's going to be a beautiful thing to watch. Thank you so much, Doug. My pleasure. Thank you. And uh, Nina Perez, thanks for all the great comments in the, uh, in the comment area. See you guys yeah. soon. Thanks yeah, again, she's, Chris. She's great. All right. Carolyn, hit it. Peace. This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, 
collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there. <laughs>